But the charismatic movement was a name it, claim it movement. And they would claim different things. I claim this house. I claim this car. That's all well and good. I was at a camp meeting one day, and, and uh, the pastor's son threw a rock through his dad's Cadillac windshield. And he was a name it, claim it preacher. One of the other pastors come up to him and said, just, just claim it ain't broken. That's funny. Do you know what? We had to put faith. We had to put faith. With, you know what? He said we can ask what we will and it shall be done. But it's in his will too. It's just not, ah, oh, God, give me this. God, give me that. It's got to be in his will. We need to be praying for the will of God in our lives. Amen? He'll bless us when we do that. If I can get you to stand one more time, we're going to read the word of God. Psalms 100 is what we're going to be reading from. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to read it a couple times today, but Psalms 100. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is good. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. One more time, can you give God a big hand, hand clap for his word? Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your word. It is so true, Father. It, it is the truth, the life, and the way. God, I ask you, Lord, today as we, we minister the word, Lord, that you hide me behind the cross. Lord, your word's already anointed. I ask you to anoint me, Father, to present the word the way you would have it presented. I ask you, Lord, for us to hear it and to receive what you'd have to say in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. 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 You can be seated. How many grew up and while going to school you learned all about the pilgrims that come to America? All the way back to Christopher Columbus, and now we're, trying, we're finding things out that may not be all the way true and, and uh, things of that nature. But I know that's what I grew up in, them pilgrims. I was like, man, that's some cool outfits. And until I got older and looked at them, I said, they're not really that cool. This year seemed to fly by to me. Here we are at the end of November and Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday. Thanksgiving is a tradition here in America. Uh, that all the Americans celebrate. From pilgrims to Native Americans sharing a meal together to our traditions we now enjoy. Football, turkey, and Black Friday shopping. All the women said amen. We, nobody's shopping this year, I guess. I don't know. Shelly's going to shop by herself. Thanksgiving is a wonderful time to celebrate. I saw an energy drink commercial the other day. It had a, uh, a pig, a cow, and a sheep, and a turkey together in a fenced-up pen. The pig saw the Native American and pilgrim walking towards them with an axe. The pig said, uh-oh, this ain't good. So he opened the energy drink, took a drink, and he grew wings and flew out of the pen. And as he floated away, he tosses the drink down to other animals. He said, drink this, it'll give you wings. So the cow drinks it. Grows wings, flies away. The sheep drinks it. Grows wings, flies away. And finally, the tur turkey gets his chance, but the can's empty. 
he was in trouble. The next scene in that commercial is a cooked turkey sitting on the table, and they were about to dig in. I didn't know how that came about, but now we know. That's how come turkey is the, the choice meat on Thanksgiving. That, that little commercial explained it all to me. We know that the roads are going to be hot as families travel back and forth to each one's house. I know there's a tradition in a lot of families that when we sit down to eat, we go around the table and we ask each and every one of them, what, what are you thankful for in the past year? What's God did for you? What, tell us what you're thankful for. I know at our table sometimes it gets kind of crazy and you hear all sorts of things and you're like, why do we have kids? But anyway, you keep going, keep going. But in our modern day, day-to-day life, in our modern society, have you noticed how seldom you hear someone say thank you? Is it just me? Is it just me? It's almost as seldom as we hear the words, I'm sorry. I tell Shirley I'm sorry all the time. Most of the time she doesn't accept it because I said, I'm sorry, but. She said, but does not go with sorry. I said, well, I'm sorry that you're upset then. She said, that doesn't work either. But thank you. Such an easy thing to say. Someone does something for you. Saying thank you, giving thanks to, it's not done very often anymore. I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one that observes this, but it's the truth. The more we seem to be blessed, the more people seem to be ungrateful than ever before. Look in the politics. Everybody deserves everything. No kids left behind. I'm not against it. I'm just showing you, they'll, they'll keep passing them because they don't want to leave them behind. And after a while, they'll be through college and can't read or write. I'm sorry it happens. Hey, can I tell you the truth today? Does everybody want to hear the truth or you want me to make some stuff up? This is the truth. This is the truth. We see NFL football players. They went through all high school. They went through all college, four years of college. They get out and we find out they have a reading disability. They can't read or write. No kid left behind, though. He still got to have everything else. Well... What once was a privilege is now demanded as a necessity. How about cell phones? Government cell phones, we've got to have them. Somehow I survived through adolescence, through, through being a toddler. I survived all these things, traveling from place to place. I'm going to tell you a secret. Most of the time I wasn't in a seatbelt. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. And somehow I survived. I survived. But nowadays, we can't walk out of the house without a cell phone. I, it's, it's your lifeline. If you're on your cell phone right now, please get off. Please get off your cell phone. I'm not saying anything you need to take notes on yet, so just get off your cell phone. We feel like we got to have it. What once was a privilege is demanded as a necessity now. What once was thought to be a luxury is now a requirement. My brother Wyatt was buying an old work car. He was checking it out. He was looking at it, Brother Mike, and going through this car. And he's like, well, this will get me back. He only works about two miles away, something like that, from his house, a mile or two. And so he just needed something. He wanted something economical. Matter of fact, at one time he had one of them little mopeds. He'd ride to work back and forth. And, uh, but anyway, he was buying this little car. And Preston, his oldest, was there with him. He gets in the passenger seat, and Wyatt's in the driver's seat. And they're sitting there talking back and forth. Said, yeah, this is pretty nice. They're looking at it and everything. 
Wyatt says, roll down that window over there. Preston looks at that door and that window. Up, down. Couldn't figure it out. He goes, where's the button? And Wyatt starts laughing. He goes, it's that crank. You have to turn that crank. <laughs> Preston says, what kind of idiot builds a car that doesn't have electric windows? <laughs> Spoiled. He's not thankful for having a glass that rolled down. I rode in cars that had electric windows that were broken, and I had to sit in a hot car. <laughs> oh, my. Some might say we've lost our manners by not, saying, uh, by not saying thank you. Some might say that we've become rude, or others feel like it's because we feel entitled, so we don't have to be thankful. But we all like to hear someone thank us, don't we? I do. I like it when somebody tells me thank you for something. I, and I do this to my boys all the time. We still go out to eat in 26, 21, and 10. And uh, we'll go out to eat. And if they don't tell me thank you, I let them know about it. I let them know about it. I want to hear thank you, even when dear old dad is buying the, the food. I once saw a man that, after he had exited a restaurant... He holds the door and a bunch of people walks in to the restaurant and no one said thank you to him. Disgusted with their lack of gratitude, the man yells out, you're welcome. <laughs> and all the people in that McDonald's turned around and looked at him like, he's the rudest thing in the world. And he's the one that's been holding the door for him. That's what I yelled at my boys once I bought their meal and they didn't think, you're welcome. <laughs> that's right. If you have kids, I know you've had to do that at some point. But then when I was writing this all down, Leviticus 19.18 comes to me and it tells me, Never get revenge. Never hold a grudge against any of your people. Instead, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I am the Lord. Yes. Well, God, what are you trying to tell me? Well, he tells it to us again in Matthew 7 and 12. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye... Even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Well, it's only in there twice, Brother Mike, so I don't know if I'm going to believe it. No, it's in there three times. There's Luke. 6 and 31 tells us one more time. And as ye would have men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. We, we like to call that the golden rule. Do unto others that you'd have them do unto you. If you want somebody to tell you thank you, tell them thank you. Be polite to them. I believe the reason why we don't hear words like thank you anymore is because there's no gratitude in people's attitude. And I thought, wow, God, you just give me a great, all these big time preachers rhyming stuff, gratitude and attitude. I, I did that one all by myself. And I was watching TV this morning, some Christian preaching, and the guy said that. And I was like, he stole that from me. <laughs> just proves nothing's original. I thought I had something in it. It wasn't. There's no gratitude in our attitudes. There's no thankfulness in our heart. And I'm going to say this. If this is not you and you say thank you every time something happens, you know, just shovel it on back to your neighbor. It's for them. Just keep on, keep, send it to Scotty, Shelley said. It, no, Scotty's a very polite man. I believe when the proper thanksgiving to God is stopped in man's heart, we see man's corrupt nature 
come to the forefront. I believe more stop being thankful to God for the different things. It manifests itself with each other. I hear people say, well, pastor, I'm thankful. I just forget to say it. I tried that on Shelly, too. It didn't work. It's that with I love you with compliments. It doesn't matter. She said, you never said anything about my hair. Or you never said anything about my nails. You never said anything about my dress. Well, it looks very nice. You're, you always look nice. I'm just used to it. That's why I don't say, no, still didn't work. It works the same way to thank you. You still got to be thankful. You still got to say it. And when you don't, it leads us to bad habits and not saying anything. Somebody does something for you and you're just like, oh, that's, that's good. You just keep on moving, not thanking them. Bad habits. There's some things we can't forget to do. While looking in the scriptures, you'll find countless times in the Bible that says, give thanks. How many know if you want to get your point across, you repeat it more than once? How many has kids? You know you had to repeat it more than once. I told Cardin the other day, I said, Cardin, I want you to get the trash out. He said, okay. I said, right now. And he goes, Dad, I'll do it when I go. I said, no, it's going to be right now because you'll forget, and then I'll get mad. You'll get a spanking right now. And most of the time, we give them two or three shots at it, which we shouldn't. We should tell them one time and then, well, take care of it. You fill in the blanks. I believe God, through his holy scriptures, is trying to get his point across to humanity to give thanks. But what does the word thanks really mean? I looked it up for you. The word thanks means an expression of gratitude. It's not just the words, but it can be an expression of gratitude. The synonyms are appreciation, gratefulness, gratitude, and thankfulness. Amen? My papers are falling apart. The Bible ties a great deal of meaning to the concept of thanks. I think we would all agree that thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude. Does everybody agree on that? It is. As kids, we're taught, taught to say please and thank you. They're magic words. They're tied up to the adults getting us something or doing something for us or preventing something from happening to us if we don't say it. If you have parents with belts, it could happen. We sometimes even get in the habit of saying thanks and not even meaning it. How many ever did that? I have plenty of times. We were on the road. While we were on the road, we'd get in. We'd set up all of our equipment. We'd get all ready to go. We'd play, and we'd sing that night and minister. After church, within our job, was break down the equipment, get it loaded back in the bus, drive to the next town, get, get it set up, and get ready to sing again. While I was up here breaking my gear down, getting everything set down, ready to take to the bus, people would come up and tell me things like, man, you did a great job on the guitar tonight. I'd say, thank you, thank you become such a habit, people would come up and say, hey, what kind of guitar do you have up there? And I'd say, thank you. <laughs> and keep moving. Hey, now, are you married to Shelly? Thank you. It didn't matter what they said. I was just in a, I was in a groove. Thank you. Thank you. You might say, well, Drew, you're just conceited. No, it wasn't that. You just get in the habit of it. You, so many people, probably 90% of them, that's what they come up to do. Say, you guys did a great job. You blessed me tonight or whatever. You get in the habit of just saying thank you. It wasn't really from the heart. I'm telling off of myself. I know nobody's like that but me. But 
My point is this. Even when we say thank you, are we understanding what we're saying? The psalmist repeatedly calls us to give thanks to the Lord for two things. His mercy, which means his loving kindness, and his wonderful works, or you you could substitute right there, his miracles among men. Amen? Listen to this, Psalms 107 and 1. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. His loving kindness endures forever. His loving kindness endures forever. The word mercy means compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is with one, within one's power to punish or harm. Mercy is what God give us. He sent Jesus in, in an act of mercy for us. The Bible says that we're all guilty of sins, that we're all born into a sinful world. And Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We deserve judgment. We deserve judgment. Well, Drew, that's not a very happy Thanksgiving story. Well, the turkey didn't deserve judgment. He got it anyway. He didn't drink the can. We deserve death as a payment for our sins. But how many know that Romans 5.8 says, But God commended his love toward us that... While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. The word mercy can also be substituted with the words loving kindness, faithfulness, unfailing love, or good favor. Amen. I like Psalms 107 and 8. It says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And Psalms 107, 15, just a few verses down, it says something totally different. It says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Totally different down in 107, verse 21. Oh, that men would praise God, would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. If you, if you recognize that, I read the same thing three times in a row. It's in the Bible three times just like that in the same chapter. It's all through the Word of God over and over and over. The Bible isn't talking about just a polite thanks. Just saying, oh, well, thanks, God. Thanks for dying on the cross. Thanks for the stripes on your back. It's not just a polite thanks for something. A good good thing happened to us or like a compliment, like you're wearing something nice or you open the door for somebody. This kind of thanks is an outpouring of praise to God for who he is. And what he's done in our life. Hallelujah. Do we give God that kind of praise? Do we give him that kind of thanks? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So how do we give thanks? I'm going to read this again. This was our opening text. But I'm going to read it again. This is from the New American Standard Bible. And I love the way it says it. Shout joyful. Shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise and give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness is to all generations. If we don't have a reason, you don't think you have a reason to thank God. Right there is enough. To give God thanks. To give God thanks. What he did on the cross is enough. for God sending Jesus is enough to give us thanks. For us to give him thanks. We should have a thankful heart. Shelly, if you'd come, I'm, I'm about done. If you don't know what to thank God for, I'm, gonna, I'm fixing to help you out. Okay? 
First of all, the fact that you're here today, breathing his air, we should be thankful. Amen. And I wrote a few things down with the help of a computer. Isn't it amazing what you can find on a computer? I wrote a few things down. We need to thank God for who he is. You can stand with me if you would. He is eternal. He is loving. He is compassionate. He is merciful. He is gracious. He is unchanging. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the one who bears our burdens. He is the light of the world. He is our wonderful counselor. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the living water. He is the bread of life. He is righteous and just. But you know what? He's also the word. He is the one who blesses. He's the promise giver and keeper. He is the trustworthy one. He is the great I am. But then I want to thank God for what he's done for me personally. Because he's my creator. He's my savior. He's my redeemer. He's my deliverer. He's my healer. He's my provider. He's my great shepherd. He's my comforter. He's Emmanuel. He's God with me. Ever present help. He's everlasting father. He's my rock. He's my refuge. He's high tower. He's the high tower that I run to. He's my Abba father. The king of kings. The Lord of lords. My Messiah and my soon coming king. Hallelujah. That's who I'm giving my thanks to today. Would you worship the Lord right now? Raise your hands and worship the Lord and thank Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, the few things I wrote down, there's so many more. Hallelujah. We worship you today. Father, in this Thanksgiving season, God, I ask you, Lord, to press on our heart. God, open our eyes. Let us see you for who you are, what you've done for us. Father, as we come together here today, Lord, we come around these altars. I ask you, Lord, for us to pour our hearts out. Remind us, Lord, of how great you are in each and every individual life here today. Father, I thank you. Thanks seems so inadequate. But I thank you. Church, would you gather around, find you a place to pray? Ask the Lord. You know what? Don't even ask the Lord. Just go to him and say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done in my life. I thank you for what you're doing in my life, and I thank you for what you're going to do. Would you find a place to pray? Hallelujah.